And welcome to episode number 26 on the Disgusting Football Podcast, where we talk, listen, debate all things football. You could probably tell from my voice, be it from a Watford perspective or a Matt United perspective, I'm a bit down at the moment. Well, not a bit down. <laughs> That's probably a nice way to put it. But however, all those listening just want we just have to stop him crying. He's literally just, you know, dying. I won't be I won't be speaking much on this podcast today um, for 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 footballing reasons. <laughs> but anyways, um, today's agenda that we have on our podcast today, we'll have a recap of the talking points of the weekend's action and also a look ahead to the big game of Super Sunday, Manchester United versus Liverpool. Is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer now feeling the heat after a poor run of results? But before we delve into the action, it's important to get the panel on. Navrad Singh, can you kick us off, please? Vaheguruji ka khalsa. Vaheguruji ki fadeh. Vaheguruji members and all our listeners of the our loyal Loyal one man, is, sorry, a thousand men and, and growing army of listeners, right? You know, so thank you. Welcome to our podcast. Now, I am Navrat Singh. Um, all things red, white, and black, whether it be Man United, the greatest club of all, or uh, Brentford FC, the newcomers, right? So, uh, yeah, I'm here to enlighten everybody on, uh, on all things red, white, and black, both played in red, white, and black. So. <laughs> Thank you very much, Navrat Singh. Moving on to Harai. Um, nice, short, and sweet as always. Harai Singh, London, United. Carry on. Less of the short, less of the short. Less of the short. Come on. Thank you. Thank you, that thing. I'm going to keep it short and sweet this week because I'm still upset after the weekend results. So just Manchester United. <laughs> Thank you very much, Harkira Singh. Moving on to another Manchester United fan, Aaron hey! Singh. Why did you got called so? Yeah, Man United fan. Another upsetting week. Um, <laughs> lots to talk about. Um, I know me and Jagmon had a little conversation the other day. Um, <laughs> it's just passion, isn't it? It's it's what it is. I'm upset, and to be honest, like um. I'm very like my feelings are just come to the surface very quickly with football, and uh, sometimes I have no control over them. But I try not to swear this time. This <laughs> 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 time, thank you very much. <laughs> so I won't mention Southgate. Thank you. Yeah, don't mention Southgate as well. <laughs> when we meet, it happens several times. Don't worry. Nobody else can Don't worry. And we've got a special guest on today, making his debut, Rohan Veer Singh. Yeah, Liverpool fan. Although this was a football podcast, this sounds like a doc stock counselling podcast. The truth is, right, we started this for ourselves, right? Yeah, we get our doc sock out. Mental health. Lay all out, man. Lay all out. Lay all out. Normally, it's Melinda giving out all the doc, innit? Thank you very much. I know we do have uh, a few more panel members that will be joining us 
Um, my name's Jagmohan Singh, passionate Manchester United fan from Watford. Um, and this week, we actually had a, a few of the panellists actually from the podcast that attended uh, two Premier League games. Uh, Navrad Singh, you were at the evening kickoff on Saturday. What an entertaining game, Brentford versus Chelsea. Uh, your thoughts and feelings and a review of that game and how you found that? Yeah, no, no. I mean, I went there um, as a, you know, obviously uh, as a as a Brentford fan as well. Obviously, I'm a uh, and been since I was a kid and so forth, and went to the games and blah blah blah. And it's really exciting, a really exciting time to be a Brentford fan, right? And a lot of people underestimated Brentford, and they thought, okay, they, they thought, okay, who's going to go down? All right, Brentford. Gone, right? Norwich have been here before. They got experience. They might have put up a fight. Watford have been here before. They'll put up a fight. But boy, <laughs> have they got their? Has everybody got their uh, facts wrong? I mean, Brentford are, are are a super super team, you know, and uh, they're they're disciplined. They have a way of playing. Thomas Frank's got them all with the facts and the figures and the and all the everything. You know, he's just a, a top top manager. You know, you wouldn't think this is the first season for Brentford in the Premier League or in the top flight for 74-odd years. And I was uh, good, ha- privileged enough to go uh, and watch um, Brentford the other day against uh, against the European champions, you know, at Griffin Park. Let's look Brentford versus community the stadium. European champions. Community Stadium. Right? You know, at the community, Brentford Community Stadium, right, you know? And, uh, you know, when I used to watch them at Griffin Park, you know, I could never... I, Brentford was just a club that were happy to be advancing between the lower two leagues, you know, which was then at the time Division Three and Division Four, which later became Division One, Division Two, uh, and, and so on. But you know, boy, last few years they've been knocking on that door and they're up. And the game, the game was just as I expected in a way. I thought Brentford would take the game to Chelsea, and they did. Chelsea only had one shot on target the whole game, one shot on target, and that's Chilwell's. Just when they um, just at half time, just you know, unfortunately, right? They uh, Chilwell found a little bit of a gap in the defense and knocked it. But boy, the best team lost on, on Saturday. You know, it was edge of the seat stuff. The first half was a bit of a mixed bag. You know, second half, right? Chelsea were nowhere to be seen. And Brentford had the much, much better last half an hour, 20 minutes, half an hour, knocking on the door. Mendy made some fabulous, fabulous saves to keep him out. You know, and he kept them uh, in. He, he, he kept did. them in that game, to be honest. Um, he kept and them in just mentioning that the, the second half, Brentford absolutely whooped them. Mm. Um, and, and, and you just think to yourself is, um, how you're saying as well with Thomas Frank, the style of football, how he's playing with no fear football, uh, they were yeah. throwing absolutely everything at it. And, and that's the thing, their effort, their commitment, uh, yeah. the way how they attack teams. Yes. Um, it's literally that... You know, they're, they're putting a statement down saying that be it you play us home or away, but especially at home. And I think one thing that you mentioned in the in our group the other day is that atmosphere was oh, absolutely it was, bouncing. It was bouncing towards the end, especially towards the end, right? It was mm. just bouncing and bouncing. And the, I've very rarely witnessed something like that in a whole stadium. Yeah. I've witnessed yeah. I've been to many United games home and away. And United yeah. fans away are probably the best, right? Yeah. Mm. But, but as a whole stadium, Right, yeah, was just absolutely rocking. You know, it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic atmosphere. You know, now, really, really you were there. Game. You yeah. were there, and obviously now, 
um, I don't want to say it's a purple patch, but Lukaku, you know. What, six, six games wasted. without a goal now. He was wasted. I mean, he, he, all right, he was offside, but he, didn't, he wasn't to know that. He blasted an open goal over the net. And that, and that was, uh, he had a lot of poor touches. He, he got caught offside for the goal that he did score in the first half. You know, he preempted it too quickly. Right, you know, and uh, on the breakaway when he scored the offside goal. And, um, but, you know, Werner... Was he showing Werner, his Manchester United form? Yeah, he was, basically. And I was saying to my son, Thanos is with me as well. I said, look, that's, that's the Lukaku we know, <laughs> right? That's the Lukaku we know. Right? <laughs> and, uh, the thing is, though, you know, when you see players like, you know, again, not knocking him, but yeah. uh, Ashley Young wasn't having a great time over here. He went to Inter Milan, you know, did more assists in, like three games than he had in the whole of the last season while he was uh, at United. Yeah. Um, Lukaku. And then you can look at some of the Germans who have come over, like Werner. Have it. They haven't... The Premier League... I'm pushing over to you on this, Ron Reed. The Premier League for the um, people coming in from other leagues around Europe, the pace, they can't keep up, can they? What are your thoughts? I mean, I think the best example is the player on your lot's team. I think Pogba struggled with it massively past five years. I think Juve, um, he went to a Champions League final and that. But since he's come, you lot tried everything. You tried to put him in a two in midfield, three in midfield. You tried to put Matic with him. Tried all sorts. But I think uh, I think even now, MNF were doing the analysis. But forget the just the game gone now with Leicester. I think the game it was really evident this year was the Villarreal game. You lot have made Danny Parejo and the Villarreal midfielders look like prime Alonso, Gerard, and Mascherano, and that's at Old Trafford, man. Like that shouldn't be happening. But that's just because not obviously Pogba has got his skills and that, but he, he's got no work rate, and as simple as that. Mm. So yeah, I think players Premier League's a different ball game, know. Like you can yeah. do it international international football slower tempo other uh, tempo. Other leagues are slower yeah. tempo, but Premier League. I mean, not even knocking you. Like, I think Kate has struggled with it with Liverpool for a variety of reasons, maybe injuries and stuff as well. Um, like you said, maybe Werner and Havertz at Chelsea, but yeah, Premier League is just different ball game, man. No, it's with Pogba. I think it's his attitude as well. It's not just his fitness, you know. Um, not just the his attitude. His attitude's absolutely awful, dreadful. You know, um, a lot of the players that you talk about, like you just mentioned, Kater, a lot of the players that they actually come and try, innit? it takes them a while to get used to it. Pogba's been like, I'm sorry, but uh, he's he's got a lack of discipline. He let France down in the Euros when they went out, you know. So Pogba's a different different breed of a person, you know. Honestly, I've lost, just don't like him. I want him out of the club. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, go, going back to Lukaku, yeah. I mean, going back to Lukaku, obviously he's a, bit on, he's a bit on a rut at the moment. I mean, do we think this is because he struggles in the Premier League, the pace is beyond him? Because in Italy, you know he what it is like a fine striker you know it, again. You know what it is? This is this is a typical Lukaku in the Premier League. He's currently now gone, what, is it um, six games in all competitions now without a goal? Right, we know that when he's been at a team in England, be it at Everton, um, you know, at, at, Chel- at Chelsea, the first time round, um, I-, I don't think he scored at all. Um, but let's just say for teams like I know he played for West Brom as well, but I'm talking Everton, United, and now we're seeing it now as well. Um, he will go through these phases where he will he, he will go five six games without a goal. Um, you know, 
Kane does it every year, you know, every August, halfway through September. I know on the weekend he got his first goal of the season, but strikers do go through this phase. Obviously, Liverpool are very lucky at the moment that Mo Salah is not showing that at all. But with Lukaku, that is something which is guaranteed in when he's playing for an English club or in the Premier League. Hmm. Well, I think Mo Salah is on a league above Lukaku, so I think there's no comparison there. Hope that fits in nicely with our next topic of Watford Liverpool. No, no, I think actually, I think the no. Lukaku thing. I think the Lukaku thing. You lot just got a lot of nafrat for him, right? Because he's actually dying. <laughs> like, I mean, come no, on, no, no, I think no. it's a bit of an overreaction. All right, six, I think I mean, like, in, in all competition, in all competitions, six games is not that uh, that much. And uh, when Ronaldo's not scoring three games in the Premier League, no one's going to say has Ronaldo lost it. It's just six games in all competitions. Like you can't you can't take a small sample size and say Bundar has oh. lost it. He, yeah, it proves he's inconsistent. Judge him. Over a larger sample of games, in my opinion, Anna. But I think I will he still scoring big go- big games? I think that's still a question mark. Like because he yeah. hasn't, he's not shown that yet. That that's definitely a question mark that I'll agree with. But saying that, you know, he's going to be inconsistent. He's going to go through dry patches. I, I think that's just a bit of a, of a reaction, man. Six games, all competition, not a lot. No, but the thing is, I, I don't think it's an overreaction because I've seen that. his performances. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to go to you because this leads straight into you anyway. I well, think it's mm-hmm. fair comparison between Salah and um, Lukaku because Lukaku, what, he's back for, you know, a couple of months now and Salah's been at Liverpool, what, how many years now, Baraj? Four, five years. So they know what they're doing. Oh, sorry, the Arsenal game in the background. Palace nearly scored great. Palace, yeah, nearly scored. Um, but um, it's an unfair comparison. They've had four or five years to gel together. They know what Salah's going to do. Um, the car, it, it, and that's why I said, I, that's why I said when I asked the question, it's, um, it's hard to call it a purple patch because, you know, like Ron was saying, six games but, is the overall thing. But Salah, go on, Baraj. You were with, there. with Salah. You were there because your one son, your your son won you tickets. Come on, it, it, come on. He, he smashed <laughs> it in the FIFA tournament, um, and I'm still living off that. Like, um, but Salah, when he first came to Liverpool, and I, I've said this before on the podcast, I didn't think he was going to be as good as he has been. But he's, I think he scored on his debut, didn't he? Straight away, and he's be he's not been off form since. In um, the four or five years he's been here, he's consistently scored goals. But then that's just, um, I, I hate to say this, but it's a sign of the man. Do you not mean he's a different level? Just what Baisab was saying, yes, certain players do need time to bed in. and They do need time to fit in. It's like, um, you, you've talked about them all before. I think Lukaku will come good. Um, but every player needs a bit of time to fit in. It might be because Salah has played in the Premier League before, when, when he was at Chelsea. So he's had a taste of what it's like. He knows what's expected. But with um, other players, I mean, I, you can't really use that argument with Lukaku either, really, because Lukaku um, has played here before as well. But um, I, mean, I mean, Lukaku, I mean, I know what Rohan is saying is that we've got to be careful now. We don't judge him how 
Uh, he was at United or any recap. But personally, as United fan, I've got no view against Lukaku. He, mm. he, he didn't do anything wrong while he was at the club, right? He didn't say anything wrong while he was at the club. He was, uh, his, his songs were sung on the terraces while he was at the club, right? He, he left because he wasn't guaranteed a starting 11. Oh, a little one today, a different way of playing. Now, and again, I'm always saying, yeah, uh, that, that, you know, you got to, you can't, it's like Sancho. We're not judging Sancho in the first eight games of the season, right? Yeah. So if you can compare like for like, so yeah, I get that, I get that. And I, but, I, th- I think uh, I think the, the the criticism for Lukaku is, um, yeah, while he was abroad, he was touted as like, look, he was a quality player at Chelsea, he was a quality player at United, um, yeah. not we, I wouldn't go as far as world class, but then while he's been away at Inter, he got that status as actually yeah, he's made it now. He got that sort of top tier status. Yeah. As a striker, and he and he came back as a top tier potential world class player. It helped because they won the league, especially after you yeah. dominated for so yeah. many years. Mm. And and that's it. He's come back with this big reputation. Whereas um, when using the comparison of Salah and like Mane, when he came to Liverpool, they didn't come with these massive reputations. You know, of like their world class. I mean, even for Belgium, he's been banging in the goals. So they expected him to come back. Um, uh, well, what's the saying? Um, you know, hit the ground running. With a bat. You know, and but he hasn't done that. But again, it's it might be the tactics. It might be the players around him. We don't know. One thing we can say, and again, I'm not saying that you guys have got bias or anything because he used to play for United. But one thing we can say is he is a quality striker and he should come good. Just give him time, like Faisab said. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 absolutely. But, but you know... I agree with that point. But always, I, I always saying, agree with that. But we've always heard... Saying, yeah. Always saying is that as far as eight games, you know, he was inconsistent United and, and in the first eight games, just, just showing a bit of that still, even at Chelsea. But yeah. Time, time will tell. I think with his yeah, form in Chelsea, the, yeah. I don't think a lot of teams play to his strengths because the, the games with Lukaku have seen at his peak has always been on the right side of attack. Uh, but, I mean, on the other hand, you could say with Lukaku, I mean, he's probably not in that world-class bracket. But, I mean, moving on, would you say Harry Kane is in that world-class bracket? No, not yet. He's, he's a top-tier talent. But world-class, what is he... What has he done to prove that he's world class? Yeah. Do you know? Um, he's the England captain. <laughs> in it, Aaron Deep. In it, Aaron Deep. <laughs> no, he's, oh. he's England captain. Yeah, look, he scored goals at international level. I mean, he scored a good. He scored. He's been golden boot winner in, like we like we always say, you know, the the toughest league there is. Mm. He's he's proved it, but as he proved that he's that next level striker. Look. He's got England to um, a semi a semi final and a final of major tournaments. No, if, if, Sterling, no, no. Look, Sterling did that. Come on, no, no. We know, we know. Reality, Sterling did that. But I'm talking twenty years time. He'll be that. He'll be known as the striker that got them to a final. The thing is, but I'd think is um, Southgate was the manager. To, it, it comes down to that oh, British media again. Yeah, I, I, I mean, is. I put. I, I personally feel that um, Harry Kane was one of England's worst players uh, at the Euros. I agree um, with you. But, but, but one thing for sure is that what we can agree 
is that in the Premier League, a player who does score 20 plus goals uh, consecutively for, you know, what, two, three seasons yeah, yeah. is actually playing well. And, and yes, like you guys have mentioned this on the podcast in previous weeks uh, over the episodes that a player like Son um, knows how to play and feed Harry Kane with the grenades, basically, yeah. with the bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Can, right. I, can I say something? I'm not, sorry. Yeah. Want, oh. No, go on, go on, go on. You know, Kane, I mean, I saw the game yesterday, little bits and bobs, didn't I? No? So yeah. the, the first game of the Arabs in the Premier League, right, of the Saudi Arabian regime, right, mm-hmm. the notorious Saudi Arabian regime in the Premier League. So that's, that's uh, where Newcastle actually lost uh, 3-2 to Spurs. And, Kane got on the score sheet, and it was a it was a decent goal. He was just about just about onside, and lobbed it. I think that goal is more about the, the through ball by um, was it uh, who was it up in the um, how it's called his name now? The Hoiberg. Spurs player, great through Hoiberg. ball, Hoiberg. right? Great through ball and and great finish. And then it was a good Kane finish. as well, and good finish. And he went to give it an assist for Son's third goal as uh, Son's goal as well, just for half time. So he is. Picking up the song, and up, but I think about Kane. Well, we say he's knocking on the door of world class, possibly, but not there yet, right? Yeah, I think if he had gone to Man City, right? Yeah, that would have been the deal breaker for him, in my opinion, right? You know, um, I mean, it's not too late. I mean, all right, he's gonna be 29 next year, maybe if he goes to City, to United, to Newcastle, well, Newcastle. Maybe, maybe it's too early for Newcastle next season, but you know, but to another side, right? Yeah, who got better players. Then, then, um, then you know, he, he could get there. He could get there. But what we'll see about Harry Kane, you know. Agreed. So, yeah. I mean, Navrat Singh saying, like, coming back to that, obviously, he opened his goal scoring account in the Premier League yesterday. He also yeah. came up with an assist. Could yeah, this yes. now just be the springboard for him now to start scoring? Because we know in previous mm. years, he does start off very slow. He hardly yes. ever scores in August. Um, but yeah. let's be honest, he is a goal machine. Right, yeah. and I, th- I think when he first started out, if I remember my memory serves me correctly, for the first four, maybe five seasons, mm. he never scored in August. Never scored in never. August, right? Yeah. yeah, up until about one or two yeah, seasons I think, ago. I think it was Last two year. seasons. Yeah, no, I think it was two seasons, not four or five. No, no, it was. It was something that is quite maybe, consistent. No, no, no. Well, well, the August holiday, good. The August holiday, he didn't score. No, two years is nothing. Two years is nothing. He wouldn't even picked up for just three years. Yeah, I mean, you don't become rubbish overnight. So yeah. I don't think anyone's saying he's no, 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 it's not rubbish. rubbish. No, no chance. I know, I know, like some fans sometimes come out with, "Oh, he's lost it." He hasn't lost. I take, it. Like I say, I, I'll take, I'll take him at United. You know, Look, I, take I think, United. I think every club in the Premier League yeah. would take him, yeah. uh, even even in his loss of form that he's yeah. suffering at the moment. But um, sometimes you just need that one goal to go in. And that kicks you on. He might, you know what, right? By the end of the season, he might be up there with 20 plus goals again. He's that yeah, kind yeah. of player. You know where he could, yeah. next week he could bang a hat trick. Yeah, he's been really he have to get a brace. And he's already on six goals. Then, yeah. you know. Well, he scored uh, a hat trick. You got to remember he scored a hat trick in Europe, didn't he? In that new third, what other competition is called? Back to conference. Just for the conference. Scored yeah. a hat trick, what, in nine minutes? Something like some, something, uh, some small amount of time, he's got a hat trick. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely not a bad player. I mean... No, no, he's not. He's not. It, as a fit for Newcastle, to be honest with you, I think he's the kind of player they need. Will he go in January? Will he go next summer? Don't know. It depends on if Newcastle is still in the 
It's not that insurable, isn't it? Not that insurable. Do you know what? He'd per- be perfect for Newcastle. Is the Alan Shearer replacement for England? Could he be the Alan Shearer replacement for Newcastle? Because if he goes there, look, we know about their fan base, how passionate they are. And if you do good for them, they back you 100%. Yeah. Do you know, as a club yeah. um, and as a fan base. So he could be, that could be the move. Maybe it was a good thing that the Man City move never happened because in Man City, he could have just been lost in the shuffle because he would have been rotated. Pep Look at Grealish. Look at Grealish. He's, not, yeah. he's hardly... Nobody even knows he's playing at um, City anymore. Exactly. You and know. this is the thing. Pep likes to rotate. At Newcastle, he'll be playing. He'll be the focal point. Yeah. Everything will go to him. And that but, might but make him think, a better striker for England. Brad Singh, speaking about focal point, and I know Brad Singh mentioned uh, Harry Kane scoring a hat-trick. Um, we were at the game on the weekend where a hat-trick was scored. But also a world-class player also, again, took centre stage. Um, Mohamed Salah now, what's that? 10 in 10 now, is it? Yeah, I, I think the only game he hasn't scored in this season was the Burnley game. But then yeah. uh, basically he scored, have we played 10 games? Yeah, he's got 10 in 10 because in one mm. game he got a brace. Is that so, including yeah. European games? I'm presuming Champions League games, yeah. isn't it? So, that, that's including yeah. like Europe. Yeah, but but I'm saying... But I'd say obviously the talk before was all about the South American, the Brazilian players. But I was, you know, Liverpool couldn't have picked a better game. Basically, we didn't. We um, didn't miss them. Um, I was, I was a bit yeah. nervous. You know, like the new manager bounce, Ranieri. Um, but I'm glad Watford didn't turn up. To be honest with you, they um, they honestly didn't turn up at all. Like literally, and, Ra- and, and Ranieri got it wrong in my opinion. He, he, he was playing people wrong. out of position. Yeah, um, I think you mentioned it on um, Saturday. Saar was playing down the middle, and he's not a central striker. He, he's better coming in off the right, I believe. No way. Yeah, yeah, agree. He he hasn't got the serid. He ain't got the body to play as like a centre forward. Yeah. Um, you know, the the guy's got pace. He's got bags of energy. He's the type of player that you need to get in the ball, and he runs at you. And he's a winger. But that's the thing is in, in the first half. Well, in, throughout the whole game, Liverpool dominated from start to finish. The stats of the first half was Watford only had 17% of the possession. Yeah. And you're thinking to yourself, with a new manager, and I'll be honest with you, the atmosphere at Watford is always very good. But, you know, when a team's been absolutely bullied, dominated um, from start to finish across the pitch, you know, yeah. your defenders were playing at the halfway line. We were playing so high up. Yeah. Right, yeah, we play with. It's a training session. It's it, a training session. It was, and you know what, right? Yeah. I don't. I didn't know if it was because I was sat close to the Liverpool fans, mm. but it sounded like the, they were the only fans. It? it sounded like a home game. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the Liverpool fans from the start were singing. They were loud, um, and yeah, I'd, I'd have thought you know, like Ranieri's first game, the crowd would have been a bit more up for it. Mm. I don't know. Like, like you say, there's usually a good atmosphere there, but it, it, it usually is. But know what it is? Is the early goal it just might felt have so weird. The stuffing. In terms of yeah, the early goal. Um, well, even just before the goal, uh, Mo Salah was creating problems, even with that offside opportunity yeah. where he hit the crossbar. And and Mane um, as well had a chance early yeah, on as well. Obviously, um, 
Rohan V saying Liverpool fan. Um, he scored a great goal against Man City the week before. Uh, the well, running up. But I'm trying to bring him in. I'm trying was to bring that, him in. Was that on FIFA? <laughs> but, um, I wish, man, I wish. Against, against Man City, he scored a great goal. But um, mm. that one on the weekend, um, you know, was talk us through that goal. What a goal. Rohan over to you. He, he's just unreal. I think the thing that gets lost with Salah, though, because of his numbers, which are just crazy, I think we forget what a co- he's, he's a complete player as well. Like that pass he played to Mane, if mm. Messi did that, we'd be just waxing yeah. lyrically, rightly so, about what yeah. a top player Messi is. He can do a bit of yeah. everything. But Salah's got that in his locker as well, man. I think, um, I think the quarterfinal last 16 game against Bayern Munich a couple of years ago, outside of the boot, Beats a couple of men and Mane knocks it in in the far post with a header. Like he's played some outrageous passes. Not only is he a top goal scorer, but I think he'll go down just as a really complete player. And he every season he comes back and he just brings something new to his game. But yeah, the goal, I think obviously Twitter can be quite toxic, but I think they showed something mad after the City goal and then the Watford goal. They did like a frame by frame of about yeah. five or six goals that he scored ex- like pretty much from similar positions. And he's done the same sort of thing where he's put four or five bande on their bum and then just put it in the top corner. He, he, does, right? he does like cutting in and coming in close to the byline and taking them tight angle shots and he squeezes them in. I mean... And, and he's rolling the ball with his with his studs like his Astro, like yeah. his Astros. Any bunda who's played football knows that's no that's yeah. no easy. I'll, I'll, I'll probably spray my ankle trying that. We were lucky with he's the He's unreal, the man. Top, top player. We top were lucky player. with the seats where we were because he... He did that skill right in front of where we were sitting, mm. right? And I caught it on video because just before he made that little run, I got a message from my dad and he says, well, send us a video of the game. So I started recording and the ball comes through and he did his little bit of skill. Like you say, it was like the ball, you know, like someone had tied a, a rusty to the ball and then tied it to his laces. Yeah. It was just stuck. And the way he dragged it, the way he moved... I mean, I mean, I the, the whole stadium, never mind the defender going on his bum, the whole stadium slid off the pitch. He turned us all. Do you know what I mean? I think it that reaction. Yeah. Do you know when he was just, um, um, what do you call it, chopping and changing with the ball? Yeah. Just, just the reaction of the crowd. E- even from where I was sitting, where the Watford fans were. Yeah. Even us, we were just like, wow, uh, what did we just witness there? But I'd say just one more question um, or, or a comment from you from the game. We've been given, like rightly so, praise to Jota for coming in, which meant Firmino on the bench. Yes, you were only playing against a poor Watford side, but then again, he's the man that got the hat-trick. See, with, with Firmino, if you look at the goals, they were, they were tappings in a way. Um, do you know, they, they were inside the six-yard box, he's running into the ball. Mm. And people say he can't play as a number nine. Do you know what I mean? He's just showing everybody he can do that as well. Do you know, like, be the fox in the box type? Yeah. For years, I've been seeing his praises. People have been talking about his numbers. They go, he doesn't score enough. When he's... Look, it depends on what he's been asked to do. He's one of those, um, what we like to call, a wafadar banda. Do you know? The boss will tell him what to do 
and he just does it. He, he does a job. But yeah, if Klopp says to him, right, I want you to to sit back and feed in Mane and Salah, he'll do that. If you say to, if he gets told, right, no, I want you to be the focal point. I want you to be the runner. I want you to attack and lead the line. He can do that. Even if they said to him, right, we're going to play long ball and we want you to do little nod downs. Um, I bet he could do that as well. Like I say, he's just, Wafadar, he'll do anything he's asked. And that's what is sometimes to the detriment of his reputation. Got another yeah. What were you going to say? What I was going to say, you've got to put things in perspective as well. It was on Watford, right? It was, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, one, one, listen, Bryce, um, what I was going to say, right, one game doesn't prove that he can play as number nine. Right? Okay, yeah, no, no. Me, I, me I agree with you. I agree with yeah, you. The one game doesn't. But he's not only played one game for Liverpool. I know. He's done right. it against other teams as well. Right, and if, and if, if I remember correctly... I think, was it last season, season four, he went the whole season not even scoring at Anfield up until the last game of the season. Right, yeah? In the league. The year they won the league. But, right, and uh, he's, you, he, has, he has other jobs, he has other duties and he's in the side for a reason. I get that. Right, yeah? But at the same time, as being this main man at the top of the pivot, it, would, it does help for someone like him scoring a goal. Now, because that is the, his main job is to be, right, yeah, in around the box. Now, with players like Salah, they make it look easy, right, yeah? If you take you take Salah out of the equation, he would struggle. Right, oh, yeah? no. Right, Firmino no, wouldn't... He, who else could have made that pass, right, at that time in, in the present rate of form than Salah in the Premier League at this moment in time? I know you'd say Kevin De Bruyne, right, yeah, but ultimately, yeah, there are no, players that can no, do I agree. it. No, I agree in, with what you're in saying. In terms of form, right, yeah? No, I agree with that what goal, you're saying. The goals that, that he sense, scored the weekend, the goals of scored the weekend were literally put on a plate for him, right? Yeah, and uh, and it's more about the the assist, right, than it was about the. Everard saying, I, I I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. But the the where I'm giving praise to Firmino here is he's the right place at the right time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and I think, and I think. You always need that little poacher, like a fox in the box. Um, can I can I say something right here? I mean, I want to move yeah. on from from that second runner from familiar. I wanted to move to Salah because at the end of the day, right? Yeah, yeah, you have to give praise to where it's due, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. What yeah. what what a player, right? Yeah. I'm telling you now, at this moment in time, right? He's probably the best player in the world, right? Yeah. And he is making Liverpool tick, right? Yeah. And he he um, he. He's, he's, he's at the peak of his career, right, yeah? He's 30 years old, right, experienced, brain, knows where people are. He, he looks around, he knows where to pass it. You know, I don't think the form Salah and Kevin De Bruyne has ever been in this form as Salah's at, at that level, if you, if you, you know, uh, even, you know? And, and, and I think, you know, great player, right? Uh, you got a diamond. Will he be here next season? Oh, Salah? Has signed a contract. He has signed the contract, but they're waiting to announce it. Rumors are it's just needs to, it's just they're just waiting to announce it till okay. after uh, Ballon d'Or. Yep. <laughs> right, listen. See, speaking about Mo Salah, though, yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know. Is it, d- does anyone want to mention anything about him before I move on to something else? Because it, it does. Yeah. Sort of I, 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 I want to say. I want to say. Is he up for Ballon d'Or? Say again. 
Is he up for Ballon d'Or? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, he yeah. is. He's, he's one of the nominees, yeah. But Aaron Deep wants to, like, wants Mason Mount to win it. <laughs> Can I just add the most... Oh, I'm not even going to say anything. What was the point yeah. of that? That was just the most only... randomest thing ever, bro. That was a pace club <laughs> in the neck there. Do you know what I mean? Can I just add with Mo Salah? He's like, he is one of the most, he's one of the elites in the Premier League now. If you look through the history of the Premier League, I had my doubts about him. I thought Mane was better than him. Because I thought Mane used to do the dirty work and Salah just used to tap it in. But the form Salah has shown in the last 18 to 24 months has been world class. I mean, you could even say he's on par with that Suarez season, maybe even Cristiano Ronaldo's form at United. I mean, I know United fans might not agree with me, but I think he's hit that category. He's doing. I know. I was. I was about to say the same well. thing. I was about to say the same thing. And you know, he's like Faisal Brownbeard Singh was saying before. He doesn't really get enough credit for his um, passing play and his movement. Like yeah. you just said, he, he was seen as the guy that gets the goals. He just runs in, gets the goals. He's a bit greedy. These last couple of years. He's actually thought to himself, I don't know if he's actually thought to himself, but he's like, I'm going to show you. And, and his passing play, his, his movements out of this world, his passing's out of this world. His finishing, we already know about his finishing. Um, just talking about Firmino as well. Just going back a little bit, something that Navratin said, you said if you take Salah out, Firmino would be average. No, 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 I didn't say average. I don't know. You know, maybe wording's not right, but I don't think he Sorry. would be the player or get the praise that uh, he's doing now. Maybe maybe use the wrong terminology, but I don't think he's I don't think he's great, right? Yeah, I don't think if, if he's up for sale, I wouldn't take him at United, right? Yeah, but right. Listen, I'm, I'm so, going to give you a stat here, right? Of yeah. like sometimes underappreciated players, right? Yeah. And there you are know, some. There are there, some. There, there, there are right. Yeah. Thirty-six away games that Fred's played in. Man United have won. The one away game he doesn't play, yeah. they lose. Does that mean like Fred is the. You can't, you can't... Well, exactly. I was gonna, just going to say, right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, but, yeah, but look, listen. You're trying to say that Firmino is the Fred of Liverpool. Well, you've got it. No, wrong. no, 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 no. What are you talking about? Why are you taking no, this no, conversation? No, no. Why is this? Where are you taking Puja, this? what is this behavior? I'll tell you, I got, I got, I'll tell you what Firmino is. Firmino is like a, he's like a, not maybe on that level technique-wise, but he's like a Berbatov at your club. He's like that player. Oh, no, what are you doing? What are doing, He doesn't score enough goals, but he links the play well together. And that's why he's in the team, because he links the play. No, no, I'm not saying he's on the same skill level. Berbatov is way better. Stop, stop, everyone stop. He links the play well. No, 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 stop. Jamon Singh wants something to say. Yeah, I'm going to move forward and... I'm going to move forward because I'm going to speak no, can about I just another, say, another... Mo Salah should win the Ballon d'Or. No, he yeah. shouldn't. And he's the, currently the best player in the world. Not even like forward player. He's the best player in the world. But... Yeah, but it's not uh, really the season. It's better, it's better for the last 12 months, not just about... Last Broad thing. Do you think in the last 12 months, there's been no one better... Uh, that There's been better players than him? The thing is this, the thing is this, just quickly on that Ballon d'Or thing as well, just how football as fans, we love goals. We love seeing goals. But this is where 
even players like Who's midfielders. Did you just say? <laughs> no, just quickly. Serious <laughs> point. Serious point, right? This is where players like you know your Jorginho's who won the Euros with Italy, who won the Champions League, finished in the top four with Chelsea as well. Uh, people like him. He, I know he's one of the candidates who's been shortlisted for that. But I personally feel that he should get it because midfielders are not appreciated as much. No, no I agree with what you're saying. But just quick, did, yeah. did, did they did all those teams win that stuff because of him, or was he? This midfielders are very underrated. Midfielders are very underrated. I'm not. I'm yeah. not saying that he's a rubbish player and he was carried by the rest of them. But mm. was he the the pivotal player in Italy and Chelsea for them to win? <laughs> No, it's got to be Messi, man. Copa America. Would say that Messi's the not Italian. Would, would, um, but the Copa America, he won the Barca Copa were gone the last Just, year. Barca were gone the last the thing year. Is, the, the thing is, as it gets closer to that, we we can have a podcast on that. But what I was just going to we'll, we'll mention we'll as well. <laughs> well, yeah. You, call it whatever you want, basically. But moving on, because there is another striker who has scored just as many goals as Mo Salah this season and who had a great game on the weekend, Jamie Vardy. He scored... Jamie Vardy's having a party. Salah scored seven <laughs> goals in the Premier League, so has Jamie Vardy, but yep. no one's speaking about him. Right? He's greater than Kane. Jamie Vardy, greater than Kane. Yep. Is it possibly because of his age? I Maybe. wish he was at the Euros. Could be the team, could be his age, could be just uh, the limelight or something like that at the moment. Um, you know, but... Again, and this links into the Manchester United fans here as well, because then this will link into another topic when we look forward to the big game on Super Sunday between Manchester United and Liverpool. A poor defeat again for Manchester United. Um, the 29-game unbeaten run away from home uh, has finally come to an end. Um don't all rush at once. Can I say, can I start this one off? Right, yeah. Go on, go on. Firstly, what an achievement. Yeah. What an achievement, right, yeah. In the English Premier Bye, League. Sam. Right, yeah. Bye, Sam. In the English when, when Premier Liverpool, League. When Liverpool can you shush, please? Run, finish. When Liverpool went on their I don't interrupt you. And, and you criticise. You, you don't interrupt right, me. Yeah? No Just because you're from me. Yorkshire, right, yeah. Doesn't mean you've got to give to the cab. But go back to form. Right, when Liverpool, when Liverpool lost their unbeaten record, you're like, oh, records, oh, this, Liverpool, rubbish, blah, well, let me blah, finish. blah. Now, now, now you're giving praise to Manchester United. Let me finish. Sorry. Play. Sorry. Uh, sorry, this is sorry, typical. Sorry. Sorry. They don't can teach managers at North, innit? Can you two save your argument for the same zone, which is going to happen at some point <laughs> this week? Um, yeah, well, that's the warm-up, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <sighs> you, you've, heard the, you've heard the warm-up or the face-off uh, there. Uh, <laughs> but LeBron said, carry on, please. <laughs> Thank you, Jigmon. Right, yeah, before we rudely interrupted by the Northern Correspondent. You, right. You, you. Right. I'm being okay. quiet. I've got my finger on my lips. Oh, I thought, what was going on there? I thought, you know, the, the Northern Correspondent, I, think, I got his... I think Nav forgot He's sticking his finger up at me now, right? And I think, which finger is he sticking up? <laughs> yeah, Come on, Nav, back it, to the football. That's it. Come on, back to the football. Well, listen... What an achievement that the writing wants to dismiss so easily, right? Yeah, oh, I'm not dismissing it. English no, Premier League. Say, so here we go again. Here we go again. All right, in the English Premier League, what people call the toughest league in the world, right? To go 29 games unbeat, let's call a spade a spade, right? Yeah, uh, 29 games was a great achievement, right? Yeah, 
and um, so yeah i disagree well done well done i'm not going to uh, who, 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 who you you have your point? Right, yeah. I disagree because right. I, I, say, I hope you say what I'm going to say. I hope you say what I'm going to say. I disagree is a great achievement. Reason being, I've cussed Arsenal fans for saying they had a they had the record before, right? But I cussed them because they didn't win any trophies. So the same thing with okay, United. Can I, can I, can I, can we I haven't won something? any trophies. Well, let me let me answer that. I'm back right, yeah. Sorry, achievements are an achievement is an achievement. If a football, if an English Premier League player has got 50 goals in a season, right, yeah, and finished runners up. You're saying that's not an achievement for that individual player, right? That's yeah? for an individual, but a no, team. No, no, sorry, right? Yeah, an achievement, 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 an achievement is an achievement, right? Yeah. Oh, so, no offense, I think you're, I think you're missing out a key loophole as well. You got the away record when there were no home fans anyway for about eighty percent of those games. But that's like saying, but that's like saying. Man City won the league last season because there's no home fans, away fans either. No, but but you're talking about you're talking about specifically an away record. The th- thing that makes an away game traditionally tough is that there's a home fan and a home crowd pumping up the home team. That's... For about 80% of those games, there were no. Chalo Hontosi came there. Okay, United fans are some of the best fans in the world, Hannah. So, so you lot were using the same argument. Oh, we're struggling. Our home, Oli Solid himself, our home form is struggling because we haven't got our fans here. So though all those away games you played, all of those teams can say the same thing that we're struggling with our form because we haven't got our home crowd. So you lot made a good record. You're not going to knock it. 29 games still Tikiya, but one, well, it go. didn't count for anything. You didn't win for you didn't no, win anything. Absolutely. Two, there were there were no fans there. <laughs> so it's not like an away game, you know, it's a mutual game. It's well, a it is up, friendly. Up to nah, the Premier League wasn't a preseason. Man City didn't win a friendly league last season. Right, yeah. Can I can I just say no regards thing? Sorry, no, um, What, what, what I'm going to do is I'm on the phone now to a coach company so you can have a parade for your 26 games. <laughs> 29, let's get it right. Let's 29, get it right. 26. Dad, dad jokes. These are dad listen, jokes. You know, uh, listen, listen, I haven't even started father, making my point. You guys, the fact that it's got your goat right, yeah, says it all, yeah. right, yeah? yeah? Says it all, really. That's, that's what it's all about, right, yeah? And uh, the fact is fans just one element, right? It's just not, it's not, it's not a be all and all. A lot, there's a lot more things to away games than I, I do as well. remember though right, yeah. you know and, uh, and actually it, remember, go, sorry, it no, goes back to January no, last year when there were fans no the thing is I know when we were talking like you know when football restarted yeah. um, during the lockdown and stuff obviously we we this podcast is what 26 episodes in 26 weeks in whatever um, 26 weeks can't be 26 weeks but anyway 26 episodes 27 weeks we had a week off remember Oh yeah, and, um, <laughs> but Six months obviously ago. we've been doing this on WhatsApp for a couple mm. of years now, Hannah. Mm. And so we all, you know, we kind of went through lockdown. And one thing we all did agree on, and I do agree with Rohan Reed on this: um, a record's a record, an achievement is an achievement. But oh, and you that, you know, if we go back to what we said a few minutes ago about the Euros, no matter what Sterling did, or only he can I in years to come, it was Harry Kane who did whatever. Hannah, this is what the record book shows. Um, mm. But we all agreed that football without fans is not the same. And, fo- and we, you know, and away games weren't away games. Home games weren't home games. It, it wasn't... It was a, a weird atmosphere. I, yeah, I, I disagree that it was friendly because, you know, no, firstly, no. obviously the guys had to kind of, you know, You know, when you're playing football and you know, if you're so used to like, um, you know, if you're City fans, your 20 fans are there in the stadium. Um, <laughs> but, you know, if you have the tens of thousands in the stadium, <laughs> be there. 
And then for you to just go into this, we could hear what the players were saying, for God's sake. You know, when you're watching it on Sky Sports, you could hear yeah, what yeah. they were saying, what they were saying. So I think the element of you can't take away that fact that, you know, the, the, the record was the same way, you know, we laugh and say, you know, Liverpool did whatever towards the end of the pandemic, they won it. Um, it's the same principle, really. Um, yeah, that's why Liverpool's is, title doesn't is, count. They have yeah, won. Cobra champions, isn't it? They have yeah. got, see there, they have got this. Still champions. They have got this um, record, but there is an asterisk and a caveat that will always be with it as well. Of that, you course. Know. Of course. And I think yes, that, that's not something that we can disregard yeah. in any in, in any way, really. Yeah. It's the same with the like, Liverpool's league title win right, that year. Okay. Uh, like just, it deserves just, its own asterisks next to it. Don't disregard that they were any fans. They, they mean, wrapped the league up before COVID. They had the league no, Basically, no, they if there was one no, more week, no, if there was one no, more week, if they'd, if they'd have gone one more week, right? Baron, Baron, buddy, buddy. Buddy, it's up to Galtejo. I made a mistake. Sorry, sorry. It's a great achievement what Oli and United have done. I hope you keep Oli to the ball, but he had to leave on that. It's going really well. Keep Oli. Great achievement. United. I think what it comes down to is, look, records are there to be broken. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously, due to the whole pandemic, the whole crisis, you know, there, there were sanctions. Certain rules had to be, you know, put into place. Yes, there was a, a big difference. But still, when you are playing at home, just that psychological thing of whether you have whether you don't have fans there, you still have that slightest bit of advantage, right? It's, it's that because there, isn't it? Because no, no, I totally agree. But then what it is, they're familiar surroundings for the home team. But mm. what it is is also at the same time is um, you know, with that as well, that's also Bruno Fernandez's first ever away defeat in the Premier League, also. Um, at some point. And I said this to Hergir at Seng as well. I go, look, at some point this season, we are going to lose a game away from home. That record, you know, yeah, records yeah. don't stand forever. That's it. Um, Correct. Um, but, yeah. but, but then again, it's, it's just the manner. Coming back to the football, coming back to that result, it's just the yeah. manner of how that defeat went. Um, well, well, and, exactly. And, and I mean, I was, I was driving back from Watford and I was listening to it on the radio. Hmm. And well, on the radio, it sounded... A lot better than when I actually watched it. If if you understand what I mean, because yeah. um, sometimes you, you hear things and it sounds better in your head. Mm. That it sounded like Man United played a lot better than what they did. But Leicester, well, you've got to give credit to Leicester. Yeah, credit to Man Leicester. Were bad. I don't yeah. think Man U were bad. Yeah, I think Leicester were just phenomenal. Great pressure think, from the team. Look, look, but I was saying this is the thing which I said is Leicester have made a very poor start to the season compared to what everyone expected or yeah. according to their standards. Um, and when you're missing a key player like the midfielder that they have, which a lot of teams will be after, be it in January or next summer, uh, in, in Didi, and in such a poor run, yes, United were without Varane. Uh, Maguire was rushed back. Okay, cool. You could still sort of say that Sancho has not hit the ground running. However, you still have quality on the pitch. If you take a 1-0 lead, you have to build on that. 
which unfortunately Manchester United haven't done uh, very well in majority of the games this season. Um, but even, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to go into sort of like this game too much because I want to spend more time on the look ahead uh, and speak more about Ole and the big game. But all I just want to say is, regardless now who you play in that midfield, you can chop and change. You could either play three in there, or you can play two in there, or you can play one in there. The thing is, is that the character of that midfield is weak and it's not good enough. And what we've noticed over the years that when Solskjaer, with this group of players in the midfield, when he has chopped and changed, what I feel, and looking back at the stats, that is still the same. Mm. Nothing has changed. Now, either you could say that's a coaching problem or you could say that's a managerial problem, um, you know. Or you could say it's is a, it coaching a transfer problem. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? On Do you think it's a player's problem? Yeah, I, I think it's a bit of everyone. It's a bit of everyone here. It's a bit of everyone. And I, I don't want to carry on banging on just about the board all the time because that's always an easiest thing to go to. Yes, the board are always to blame because I was banging on about this as well. You can't always have the ideal window. However, a central defensive midfielder, some surgery, a new name was required. Okay, that didn't happen. Fine. You still got players there. You know, he played well for France. And and I'm not just talking about Pogba here because Pogba is not the only one just to blame here. And I honestly feel that because of the media, he is then always considered as one of the scapegoats, scapegoats like, yeah. how, like, like how Rooney was for England. It was just easy to target him. But where were then all these other players as well? That um, Pogba is not the only player that plays for Manchester United. Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't play at all, Pogba. Where was McTominay? I mean, um, the, the, fact, the fact of the first... Where was Bruno? McTominay didn't play. Where, the, first half, the first half was pretty even. Right, yeah. But the second half, our midfield wasn't fighting for the ball, wasn't winning it back, wasn't... Mm. Every time we lost the ball, okay, we've lost it. Every time they had the ball, we weren't pressing them. Right, you know, and they were doing the exact stuff. They were pressing us at every moment, giving... And it was only, you know, they deserved their second goal. Uh, we got lucky with the with the equaliser, and that's when we should have... Penny should have dropped. But to equalise so quickly after that, right, yeah, that was the killer. 3-2. Uh, the problem with the United is the balance of listen, the team. There's, there's no, too many attackers... There's too many attackers in that team, and you balance, can't yeah. play all attackers all at once. And even Jamie Carragher just touched this, touched on this now in Monday Night Football. That there's too many attackers. The balance of the squad's not there. So Oli needs to drop yeah. one of Pogba or Bruno. One of them needs to be dropped because they both can't play Harkita. that team together. Harkita, let me tell you something where the balance isn't. Do you know when you have like a seesaw, yeah? And you have both sides. We've actually got a strong defence, right? We've got a strong attack. But the midfield is weak, and that's where the team snaps. Yeah, the, the system isn't working. The system isn't. hasn't worked for and a very long time. He hasn't changed the system. Build the system around, like you just said right now. We've got a good yeah. defense. We've got a good mm-hmm. attack. Put five at the back. Yeah, like, and then you could even have you know a, a good attackers there. There's a plenty of choice. Have any anyone you want because our midfield is the biggest problem, and he's building the whole team around it. He keeps changing his midfielders. He hasn't changed the system. He hasn't tried doing any other system. Yeah, at any point. Yeah, for the last few years, it's not working. Those two people in the midfield aren't going to work if the other players aren't tracking back. Uh, the other thing I have to say, like the only thing I'd come to say about McFredlock, yeah. 
the their defense, the other players don't help him. Bruno does not help him. Yeah, Pogba is too slow. He, he just about makes it there and just about does a bit sometimes. Yeah, they don't help him. Sancho and Greenwood don't run back and help the fullbacks as much. Yeah, so that system it doesn't work for United. It hasn't worked, and he's not changing it. He's used the system where he's had three at the back. He's played on the counter rack. We lost to that system on the weekend. Brendan Rodgers came in very confidently when he was standing on the touchline. He was chilling. He was very confident about confident about beating United, and he's beaten United again. He beat United last time. He kicked us out of the FA Cup, and he, we're not changing the system. I don't understand why he's not just thinking, right? You know what? I've got a crappy midfield. Let me just do something different. He hasn't even changed it once. He's put the same. That system isn't working. It's just Aaron. not working. Everybody Aaron. knows we're going to play that system, and it doesn't work. Yeah, but Aaron, but do you think that could be another reason? Now, I, I, I kind of. Up to a point, I agree with some of what you say, Anna. We yeah. want to see something different, we want to see something different. But if you look, um, he has changed the system last season sometimes. If you look at the, when he's playing at the top four sides, we had pretty good results against him, you yeah. know, pretty decent results on the top four sides. Yeah. You know, and uh, we did change the system and played in a better kind of formation. But sometimes I think when you're playing teams like the, the average Joe teams, like Southampton's, and you go to three and a defensive system or more of a cap, for me, that's a negative tactic when you're playing against a team, allegedly, you know, kind of, as you say, as, as without being disrespectful, uh, of, of a lower, le- lower league team. And I, and I expect more on, the, more on the front foot than playing five at the back or five, three, two or three. Uh, but isn't four, two, three, one very defensive as well? Right. Yeah, it is. It is. Not it is, but, but, still, but it still release right, more players going forwards. Now, but the, the problem I see happening is I don't think Ole trust the options that he has available to put that system, implement that system. He doesn't trust Matic. Matic is a very, very good player, but his, his, his legs, I don't think he can, he's got the stamina anymore. Yeah, he got the legs. Compete, yeah, he, he got, got the legs. legs party, he's old. Yeah. Our then, midfield was popular then have, match. Then, yeah, then you got Fred and Matic. Uh, sorry, Fred and uh, McTominay. McTominay, yeah. McFred, right, yeah? Yeah. Both of them, <laughs> I've always said from day one, right, McTominay is a great squad player, but not a first teamer. Right, yeah. Fred, right, yeah, whether he's been misused or his, whether that's his best position. He plays very well for Brazil, but, he, but the Premier League, he's not up to it. He, he, he can yeah. tackle, but he can't pass. He can't pass the ball forward, right? Maybe Agreed. sideways. Right, he can't know? tackle on his right foot. Right. Maybe your he can't even do that. He could only tackle on his left foot. Right. And, and that is a question of trust. Last season, we had... Uh, a central defensive partnership that wasn't trusted and a defence right. and the midfield that wasn't trusted. Now we've sorted the uh, defensive thing. We still have that midfield conundrum, right? You can't buy all players in one go, right? Yeah, as yeah. well. You can if it's your City or Chelsea, you've got the money, you can do it, right? Yeah. But ultimately... Well, you know, just, just on, that, on that point of what I'm saying... Let me just finish the yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. As, we lose the, as we lose the train of the conversation. Right? yeah. yeah. No, no. What, what, Ultimately, I think right. You know, we the oh, the next transfer thing. It has to be in January for a Neves or a, or you're not going to get rice in January. That's a fact, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that kind of standard to come in as part of I mean, maybe in Tillemans, his contract's about trying uh, Tillemans, right? And Neves in January. That's a player. Could, could go could go some way right in the That's in that midfield. But but yeah. then but I'd, I'd say, say we're, just just talking about that. You're talking about two attack-minded players. When Nevers isn't attack-minded, but, no, but, but no. But one Generally thing is, is 
One thing is, one thing about this, what I'm going to say, do you know your central defensive midfield in the modern day, uh, uh, in the modern day must be able, let's be, let's be honest here. Box to box. Compared, not just box to box, but be able to play pass forward. passes. Yeah. Yes. Be it that be side to side, be it that be forward along the ground or over the top. He's got That's to have good. vision. He's got to have creativity. Like the likes of Rodri, Gundogan, Fabinho, uh, you know, even Kante has it. Yeah. But um, just coming back to that, and, and what I want to say as well to all the Man United fans here, especially Aaron Deep saying as well, I don't disagree with you because we're all hurting at the moment. And all you want to see is what I want to see and what every other United fan wants to see. We want to enjoy good football where we're commanding and where we're winning games, challenging and winning trophies. Unfortunately, at this moment, we've all pointed out that the midfield isn't good enough, but also question marks are on the manager as well. And I want to link this into the big game now as well, which is going to be the last point on our agenda. Yes, we got a massive game um, midweek against Atalanta. Liverpool... Are you going to that, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, um, <sighs> shout out there to Aaron Deep as well. There'll be um, a lot of um, uploading Live. onto the discussing um, uh, Instagram. So, Instagram, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, I hope you enjoy the game and uh, hopefully the result's good as well because we need a win. Um, but moving on to that as well, hopefully yeah. then that win, if we do win, um, can breed some confidence going into that big game. Um, and obviously... Only's got some really big decisions to make because... Atlanta is a must-win game, and so yeah. is Liverpool. And so yeah. he'll have to chop and change a bit. I think he tried that with the like with the Pogba match in the midfield on Leicester. I think he tried resting someone, and then Cavani's going to come back. So it's it's crazy to see what Oli's going to do. I don't know what he should do. I I just think he, we're just in such a mess right now. Did Ronaldo like, play at the weekend? So, Did yeah, he yeah, slide. He just. He, 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 he played the move. whole ninety. Yeah. When you see Pogba and Matic together, you can realize why he plays McFred, though. Because the moment I saw Pogba and Matic on the team sheet, I knew it was gonna be slow, ponderous, and we were gonna get caught in midfield, which Madness. exactly happened. Madness. Yeah, Madness. exactly. Yeah. But I know we've mentioned this before. Yeah. He's got a quality player that, like Jigmon Singh mentioned, yeah. that need, that needs to be able to pass box to box, has got everything there. You've got a player like that. At United in Van der Beek, and I know we keep going on about him. I I keep going on about him all the time, but is it something? Look, is it because he doesn't want to be there anymore that he's not putting in the effort? Because look, quite easily he could get in that team and do a job. But I was saying I totally agree. I totally agree based on his Ajax performances. But let's be honest, as fans, we don't see what happens on the training ground every single day. I know we say that every week, don't we? I I mean, I mean, who knows? Fred might be putting in an extra shift on on the training ground. Exactly. And 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 the team, the 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 coaching staff, the backroom staff, and Ole must be thinking, you know what? Fair play. And we've tried it, we've tried it with people like Fred. We've tried, we tried it with people like McTominay, and for two seasons running now, yes, they've got us to top four. So you know what? Let me just stick to them too. But sometimes it's like we've said about Matip at Liverpool. Yeah. The manager just has players favorite. he'd rather play than somebody else. He's you know, a favorite. Like the, the son. 
is the favorite. Mm. Right? Van de Beek's a good putter. Van de Beek. Was he? No, no, what I want to ask is, was he like a club signing or was he an Ole signing? Is it club signing? Um, the only I mean, person I'll available signing. It's difficult because I don't think, I don't, well, when we signed uh, Van der Beek, we did not really have a, a, a as you say, a club uh, director of football, which we do now, right? Yeah. And I find it difficult to think that the, uh, the Glazers would have gone out and bought a player because they know very little about football, right? You know? Okay. And uh, William Edward Wood, he's a good businessman, but he's not uh, a football man. So I find it very difficult to think that they would have spent 35 million quid. On, on, on uh, Van der Beek, you know? I, I think they bought him on potential of what he could do, but then it's just not worked out. And he hasn't, he hasn't got the, uh, whether it's keeping up with the pace, the stamina, there's something that he's not showing. Every time he's coming, yeah. every, every time you put on a player, even if there's a new player in the new in league, he'll show glimpses of what he can do. Glimpses. And say, okay, let's build on that. He hasn't shown that. But could it be Relative. like what uh, he scored Relative. on his debut? Would, would you rather have Van de Beek? He scored on his debut, and that's it. But, but, what would you, I was going to say, what Aaron Deep Singh was saying, sorry, yeah. could it be what Aaron Deep Singh was saying? The system's not right. And it if they be. played, if they system's played another system, right, he could be the person. If they build yeah. a team around him, mm. he could be the person that takes you in to. I was going to say the next decade, but we're 2021. But but right, our problem isn't necessarily a Van der Beek kind of player. Our problem is more the defensive type of player, person who will get in your press, win that ball back for you, right? Things like that. At the end of the day, we have Bruno, we have uh, the Pogba's, right? Yeah, to do those kind of jobs and not to do more forward pressing, forward passing plays, you know? And, and you have Lingard as well, right? You know? And uh, who gets in ahead of Van der Beek. You know, so we don't we we have depths of uh, of those kind of. Things. I don't think Oli has the cojones to put it brightly to to tell those players you're not good enough to to be in this team to build a proper team with proper chemistry, and he's not a strong enough character. The problem with Jose Mourinho, we had the problem with Jose Mourinho, he fell out with everyone, and now we got the opposite problem with Oli. He is just too nice just to everyone. With he doesn't yeah. want to leave out these big players, and he needs yeah, to talk he's... people like Pogba. You're not starting, son. You don't do enough for this team. You do not run. You don't track back. Uh, and you so go that, missing in these games. No, no. Hang he, on, he hang goes on, to sleep. I think on. the problem is now with Oli, we get to a point where Oli has to change unless that's him out of a job, I think, at the end of the season. I want to ask a question. Harkida, hang on, I'm just going to say something. Now you're saying that Oli is too nice. He's not nice to Van der Beek because he's not really giving him a chance, <laughs> yeah. yeah? I don't I'm, understand I'm, the Van der Beek no, no, situation. No, no. I'll tell you the Van der Beek Let me be honest with you. Van der Beek, it is trifle and custard and Oli is gussy with him because he had the last pudding, right, in, in, the, in the mess hall. That's where it is. It's going to be somewhere like that. No, so no, listen, you know, but like, yeah, what, what things are fresh, things are hurt, right? Yeah. But, now, but, then they, it's not easy to leave players at Ronaldo out, but he did. He had the cojones, right? Yeah, to leave players at Ronaldo on the bench. Whether it's right or wrong is a different matter, right? Yeah. He didn't have. He had the cojones to take Ronaldo off in a game. Whether again, Ole, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's whether again is right or wrong is up to is subjective, right? You know. But was was that was that Ole's decision or was that Ronaldo didn't want to play that week? Because I think Ronaldo's running that team, not Oli. No, 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 no. no, when you sign Ronaldo, when you sign Ronaldo, he is 100% going to start. But you have to build like that Messi team around him. Team. No, you, listen, you can't build your team around a 36-year-old, right, yeah? But, ultimately, but that's, what they're, that's what they're trying to do. No, they're not. They're not. But they're this not. is not a normal 36-year-old. They're not. 
Look, 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 I think it's wrong to say he doesn't have the what you whatever you say, and I, I I think sometimes we have the media perception of him. He sits in front of the interviews and he sounds like a nice kind of guy, but behind the scenes, who, who you don't know, right? Yeah, at the end of the day, the fact is, what Ole had came in, he took over a mess. He took over a mess from from uh, uh, what's the name, uh, Mourinho, from Moyes. Right from Mourinho, a disjointed squad. And I tell you something, and I tell you something, we have one of the best squads in the Premier League, not thanks to Mourinho or Louis van Gaal or David Moyes, but because this bloke we say who hasn't got the cojones, right? Yeah, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, right? Yeah. If, if Ole was, when uh, Rohan says he hopes Ole stays, yeah, so do I. Because Ole's there next season, it means he's won something. If Ole's there in five years' time, he means he's being champion, right? Yeah. So that's the only reason he'll be there. And so, yes, we, I also hope he's there. Right, you know, be, because that's the only reason he'll be there. But but ultimately, but ultimately, whoever takes good, over over Ole, point. right? Yeah. If own if whoever whenever Ole goes, whoever comes in has got a fantastic squad on their hands. Right. Look, yeah. I think when my fear is now. My fear is now that Ole. I was just going to say when Mourinho came in for you guys, at the time everyone was like Mourinho coming. He's going to be ruthless. He's going to be the one that does this. Well, Sometimes yeah, it's. it's what I was going to say, I'm sort of like defending you. Grass isn't always greener. Sometimes yeah, it's better to have yeah. what you've got because you don't know what's around the corner. That's exactly what I said. Who, and then let's be real. Who else is there? Is there two shells? That, I'm, not saying, I'm not, I'm not saying know? Zach Oli. I think oh, we no. need to keep hold of Oli because there's no one else that can come in and replace him at this moment. Right. And, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm sharing the discussion with you. I agree with you. You have, to look around, you have to look around as well. Yeah. If, you get, if you're going to cut your nose off, are you going to cut it off the spot of your face? You have to look. I was saying this the other day. No, I've got a question for the United fans. Just a question for the United fans. I was listening on the radio the other day, um, and and I mentioned it right. You know, like six or six, and someone said six or six is just jokes anyway. Some United fans phoned in, and these were genuine United fans because they knew what they were talking about. And they and they John K. They asked him to go right. You know, Steve Bruce might get sacked. Would you have him at United? Right to see what he could do with the money that United's got that Newcastle never gave him. No. no. Genuinely, would you have him? I'm not doing it as a Jan. No. He's But look, I've always said Stuart Downing and Alex Harrison. Big Sam. Sorry, wait, you did, didn't you? We did have Roy And you had and you had David Okay. Do you know what it is? <laughs> can I go back to the David point about sacking Oli? Can, can I go back uh, to the point about sacking Oli? Harkida, Harkida, last point. Harkida, last point on Oli, because then we need to then yeah. um, wrap up in 10 Oli. minutes so then we speak about the big game, yeah? All right, last point on Oli. I was going to say, even if we were to sack him, this board has been so reactionary, we wouldn't have a plan in place. I want to bring in Liverpool Football Club because they've done it the right way. With Fenway Sports Group, they had Rodgers, they had a plan. And when they knew Klopp was available, they knew he was the man, and they sacked Rogers at the right time. With United, it's just going to be a reactionary change. Even if we did sack Oli, we wouldn't have anyone lined up, and they'd be clueless like they have been with the previous appointments. I mean, think about how Oli got into the job. It was pretty much by luck, by chance. No, Herkira, one thing there, though, yeah, one thing there is that when Klopp was building his team, they gave him time. 
right? Klopp also lost finals, right? But the, the difference is that if you look at history in managerial career, you can't compare the two. I think there's one other difference as well, bro. I think yeah. even in Klopp's first game, first few games, you saw what Liverpool were trying to do, Hannah. But I see what yeah. they what he's implemented immediately. You could see it. We're two, three years into Oli's reign. You still don't know what Manchester United's identity is, isn't it? I think that's Rohan the issue. I think most football the... fans are having. You don't like. I don't like. For me, I think like if United, obviously, having a bit of a laugh. But if you know, if Oli stayed at United, I can't see you winning a Premier League or Champions League, innit? Because I just don't think he's that caliber of manager. And I think the other thing, I think, I think a lot of excuses get made for it. Like, you lot had a really good transfer window this year. Last year, you had a pretty decent one as well. Wan Bissaka's a good right back. Maguire's been, you know, he's that had was a year before. Yeah. Lot, but, but you've had two or three good transfer windows, yeah? I mean, like, this year, you lot just hit the top, but they see Hakira was uploading his Instagram. But, like, yeah, but, out every two yeah, yeah, but you know, had, this, yeah, hang on, hang on. This squad should be challenging. Klopp probably didn't even get as much resources as you lot did, but he made it work. He improved the players, isn't it? How many players can you say that have improved with all these guidance? Like we we brought in Fabinho in, we brought in Fabinho in later years, but we yeah. still made a champions like you know talking about DM. We were why now why now was a goal scoring midfielder when he came to Liverpool. He was at a relegated Newcastle. He scored 10, 15 goals at Newcastle. So he came in as an attacking midfielder, but we yeah. Klopp improved him and converted him into a defensive midfielder. You're not talking about all these mandem you lot have had. Uh, McTominay, Fred. Fred was 55 million. Uh, he's a Brazil starter. But like, Mourinho there's too many behind Mourinho him. Many... Yeah, bro, I'm saying he's still at the team, though. Like, he's still at the team, but like, you've got the resources you've got. You can still improve. Them. This but squad should be challenging. I don't think this should be challenging. There's too many excuses, bro. There's too many excuses. There's too many excuses. You Look, Rohan, Rohan, you maybe got a point up to an extent that can be seen that way as well. But look, I would like to point out as well, this is only the start of his third season, right? Yeah. And Klopp didn't win nothing his first two seasons either. Right? But ultimately, right, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's going to be like like trajectory necessarily. Right? But at the same time, when people at Rohan make those arguments, and I, I see their viewpoint, you know, I understand what he's saying. But at the same time, you've got to look at what he has brought through. You look at players like, like Luke Shaw, he's improved. You look at players like Greenwood has come through. Would Greenwood have got through under Mourinho? Not a chance. Right, Rashford. Rashford. Right, uh, well, Rashford came to under Van Hal. Mourinho yeah. gave McTominay a chance. But, Mourinho gave McTominay a chance. Yeah, but no, every no, player no, has a, every player has a ceiling. Improved under any man. Greenwood's yeah. a generational talent. I think Hargitas uh, could be manager of United, and Greenwood is still putting top performances. I'm not trying yeah, to put it bluntly. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Given the chance I think my one years there is no style of play. I think the Leicester result for me is the final straw because we've seen too many of these games where we just look confused. We don't know what to do. Look, guys, I know we've said this before. Look, in midweek, they could beat Atlanta. Yeah. And then get a good result against Liverpool. And then it's all in again, isn't it? Right. Is it just papering over the cracks, or do do Manchester United need to make that change? From what you he's guys lost have the said, dressing room. he's lost the dressing room. No, he hasn't lost the dressing room. He has. He hasn't lost the dressing room. Of course no. he has. Behind him. Of course he has. He's of course he's the no, player. No, they're behind him. They're just confused. They don't know what to do. He needs to sort that part out. I mean, Pogba's comments after the game were a bit dodgy. Like you can't really say that if you've got the. Yeah, I mean, that, he goes, that, we that's need straight a new... disrespect yeah. of the manager, isn't it? 100%. He, he's lost it, bro. 
Trust me, they don't. They, they, Ronaldo Pogba, obviously, I don't think they will. Pogba doesn't respect Oli. That's obviously. He doesn't respect most people, Pogba, but he doesn't respect <laughs> Oli. Ronaldo, I don't think he's. Ronaldo's bigger than Oli. You know what I'm trying to say? Ronaldo needs Ronaldo's someone bigger than him. You know, it's, it's, it's not going to work, man. Like, Ronaldo uh, they, they've lost Zidane. the dressing room. Honestly, he has, he has lost the dressing room. No, no, Zidane, Zidane was still like. Look, was Zidane still a massive name? Zidane, Zidane. Zidane. Zidane was Zidane. Do you know what I mean? So, it, on, the par, on the power of Ronaldo, I think Zidane was that power of manager, like Aaron Deep's insane. You're right. Well, last, co- last comment on Ole, right? yeah. Last comment on last, yeah. Can, I, can no. I give a last comment on Ole, right? Yeah. Ole was a super player, right? Yeah. Put him on, right? You need a winner. Put him on 10 minutes to go. He'll score a winner. This, in, the, in, in his managerial career at United, Ole is in, in the 80th minute, right? Yeah. And he has to find a winner. In the last ten minutes, Do you, know, I hope you know what that he needs. He needs if he finds it, if he finds, I, I, if he finds it, is. is there? Right. He needs a Mark Robbins. That's what he needs. He needs Mark Robbins. Yeah. But but I'm saying, um, Super Sunday, Manchester United versus Liverpool at Old Trafford. Um, we we, we know yeah. that. Um, TD. Hang on, hang on. Hargita, Hargita, come on, man. We got ten minutes. Not two, not two. Play with a knickknack, baby. Give it a go. Last time, last time we played at Old Trafford. What, what was the score of Raj Singh? We did a sing zone, uh, I, I seem to remember. Man United oh, scored yeah. first, didn't they? And um, what happened? I've not seen. I've not, it was, it was 4 remember. 2 to Liverpool. It was 4 2 to Liverpool. But let's be honest, you, don't, when we you guys don't really have a very good record at Old Trafford. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah that's but, true, that's true. But, but what I'm trying to say is, um, you know, cut all the banter to the side. We're going to leave that just to you two. Yeah. But, but Raj Singh, how do you feel right now sitting in Monday? Um, you confident going into that game? You guys should know me by now, right? I'm never confident in any game. I thought Burnley were going to batter us. Do you know what I mean? But um, I'm I'm happy with our result at the weekend. Mm. We looked like a quality team. We played well. We know what our team can do. Um, it's just it all depends on how we are midweek. We've got Atletico. In midweek, um, yeah. I'm more worried about that game than I am the United game. And I don't no, mean you lose to any, United. You lose to I United. Don't, I don't mean that in any respect, disrespect to United. Mm. I'm more worried about the Atletico game than but, United. Well, because let, at this current be... at this current time, yeah. Look, I think Maguire was rushed back at the weekend. Yeah. Um, because he didn't look, he didn't look like a defender. To me, Jim Sachkama, right? And again, I'm not saying this out of disrespect, but the, the, the Leicester goals were shocking and okay. Maguire's mistakes. He did. So I'm not, I'm not worried because I can see the turn more like United. But then you've got the players that can turn up at a big game. You've got yeah. your Brunos, you've got your Ronaldos that just need, you know, like even Pogba could turn up. And he could have goes like out the window in the games. big games. Yeah. yeah, he could have one of those games where everything he touches is gold. Do you know? Um, but then quite easily, Liverpool have got those kinds of players as well. Yeah. Do you know, depending on who plays. I know like Navratsing was on about Firmino earlier on. Firmino could turn up because um, you're concentrating on Salah and Mane mm. and Firmino then has got the space and he could quite easily bag a hat-trick do you know, it's one of those games. It's two, 
<clears throat> sorry, just Arsenal have just equalised in the 94th minute. Lacazette. Um, oh, yeah. Right, 2-2. Two, two. Um, but, Jalo, anyway, back to this. Um, we don't want to talk about, you know, relegation battles. Sorry, Melinda Sting. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, it's one of those games, like um, Jagmohan Singh said, form completely goes out the window. It's just on the day who turns up. So Can I, I touch really on Liverpool it. for a moment? Can I touch on Liverpool for a moment? I think them coming to Old don't, Trafford don't actually suits... too much, man. It'll go on your <laughs> I think they, um, the game at Old Trafford actually suits Liverpool because Liverpool would play with such wit. The pitch at Old Trafford actually... This is probably one of the first Liverpool squads I can remember that can actually come to Old Trafford and actually play well. They did well actually last year because they made the pitch wide. And that's something United don't do at Old Trafford. That's probably why we struggle so much at Old Trafford. Possibly, yeah. I mean, yeah, like with Trent and Robertson coming down the wings, you've got Salah Mane. They like to play out wide um, and then cut in. So, yeah, I mean, th- this... Salah and Ma- Mane both help out their fullbacks. I was going to say that as well. They One both thing help they do, Green, yeah, Greenwood and Stancho and Rashford and whoever, Marshall. Marshall never helps out his defender. If, if you have a look, yeah, the, the Liverpool strike force, <laughs> they, they, they defend as a team. They attack as a team. Do you, um, know, do you remember United guys here? Do you remember when United were, he had like the two midfielders, but then he had Park on the right, you know? Yeah. And they, yeah. Park was a workhorse. You know, we he need was Park, a good, we so need a good Park well. player, you know? Because Bruno, Bruno doesn't help the f- defenders, you know? He doesn't Park help the defenders. Park would always play against Liverpool as well. Pogba he would always play in those big games. Sorry? Park would always play in those big games against Liverpool. Yeah. Um, he's a workhorse. 100%. I'm just going to ask a quick question out there. Does anyone think that this game is going to be a draw? No. I think right. Liverpool... I, I, I predict Liverpool will win. I'm going right. to say United I'm going to say it's a draw. I think United will win this. I think, a then, draw is, I think a draw is me being... Um, playing it safe. Really young. Yeah, playing Liverpool have got this, I think. 1-0, uh, 2-0. Listen, can I say something? I, I, don't, I don't agree. agree. I always oh, no. say, I think it'll be a draw. <laughs> I think it'll be a draw. I, I think United score and win. I'm going for Liverpool. We'll score, but Liverpool win like 3-1 or 4-1. Right, okay. okay. You know, so the you know Hang on, before I come on to Navrad saying, I want to ask the two Liverpool fans what they think that the result will be. Oh, you oh. Yeah, do you, you know what? I've just, I've just said, right, it'll be a draw. But do you know what, right? That's it. I'm going upstairs. I'm going to do another das. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. Then don't go upstairs. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. 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 Results, I'm that wary because I've seen Liverpool a lot over the years and they still have a mistake in them every now and again. I think it's the elite Liverpool team, though. This is like one of your best teams ever. And the funny thing is, when I think about when United in their glory years, it was always against Liverpool we used to slip up. Do you know, you say this is the best team ever, that Liverpool. But if you look at from 1 to 11, let's say, I know we have squad numbers now. But that team, 
it hasn't changed since last season. Who have they brought in? The only Van person Dijk. that from last season. He was injured last year. He was so is that like a new signing? The only one who is really have Yelia has played a little bit more this season, that, but now he's injured. He Hang on. Um, he's he's, he's saying, the future what, of England. You need what, to know who he is. He's the future of what, Everton. Hang on. Rohan is saying, what do you think? I feel I don't want to do another on it, and I feel quite confident. Honestly, watching you lot, I'm not even trying to banter. Like you lot have been so poor, man. The Villarreal game, Everton game, Leicester game, but it's. I mean, you can't knock. Even when we were poor, we you lot would come to Anfield, and still the Anfield crowd, like Liverpool, United, is still a derby, Hannah. So you can't like just write mm. off United and say, yeah, well, we're going to wipe the park with wipe you lot off the park. Yeah, just something really you said there. The, 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 you lot the are crowd. poor. There's there's just so many wounds in your lot's team. There's Bungay with the manager. You don't know your best. Like you, honestly, if I asked you lot, who would you lot play your your best eleven? I think all four or five. How many have we got? All of you would give a different eleven because yeah. no one knows. Like, and if you lot play, I generally not not even. I know we've spoken about Pogba and other players, but if Pogba plays in the midfield, even if he plays on the left, done. It's done because it, honestly, he. I know you said other players don't help out as well, but he doesn't help out at all. And if he's playing on the left and he's not tracking Robertson, if he's playing in the midfield and Henderson, Fabinho, and whether it's Kate or, or someone else in, in the midfield, like, we, we, I mean, we, 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 it'll be fun, to be honest. thing is, Pogba uh, only turns up for games. I can't see losing. You know, the, the big TV games. Yeah. Never mind the big games. If yeah. it's one of them big TV games, he does tend to yeah. turn up know, because he's, he's playing I, I, for I a move. I don't, know, I don't know when he turns up, bro. He turns up when the games, I think it's only the City game when he dyed his hair blue or whatever in a big game where he's actually turned up. Like against Liverpool, like we can say, hopefully he stays that way, but he's, done, he's not done anything against us. You, you know, Pogba reminds me of Pogba reminds me of uh, Theo Walker at Arsenal. I remember uh, Theo Walker always used to bang in the goals when the contract came around or transfer window, something like that. Yeah, so he's, he's a bit of a similar player. Navrad saying final word on, on the big game with you. Right, can I, I can get words some words in there with that. Let's see. Yeah. Right, I've been sitting here wasting, wasting, uh, listening to everybody go on. The best time to ask somebody what they think their team's results are going to be the following weekend and week in a big game is when they have a back result because everyone's down. When they're down, they're negative. And I'm still hearing a lot of negativity here. Right, yeah? And, and I think it's absolutely, you know, right stuff at your peril. You know, people are forgetting at the end of the games at Old Trafford. We have a crowd. We have the biggest home uh, Premier League stadium in the in the country. In a big game like, like this, the crowd's always up for it. Right, you know? Navrat Singh, can I just quickly it's mention it's something? It's the Liverpool-Man United game when fans are back. Go on, Jimon. Yeah, uh, I just want to quickly first? mention... Yeah, it is the first game when the crowd's So the fans back, are going to be think... up for it as well. That's a factor, like Navrat Singh just said. It's, it's that be as factor. well. So that, that, that will obviously give home advantage. I, I mean... I always think in these big games, Man United, Liverpool, whoever's playing at home always has the advantage. Uh, you know, talk about form, talk about players, talk about who's won the recent title, what have you. Whoever's at home, their fans are always up for it, another 10, 15% minimum. Um, another thing as well, another thing as well, look, Liverpool, you know what you're going to get with them. Are they going to come and attack? Which yep. means that for Manchester United... They Manchester United play a lot better when they have space to exploit, right? And that is what I'm going to do. And and this is the thing is on that day when it comes to these big games, it's all about who can handle the pressure and who can be more clinical. 
Right. So that's exactly right. Not only are we home, but people can judge some Leicester, whatever. But the focus of the team will be on this game. We've got to remember as well, we have another game midweek. All right. That's, yeah, we have a, a, decent, a decent performance against Atlanta will bring that start, that rebuilding that confidence. That's what it lacks at the moment. It's confidence. Right? Just a win. People, Just a win. People, yeah. people, for, people forget this time last year, we lost 6 1 to the mighty Tottenham. Right? At <laughs> home. Right? And then we didn't lose until April. Right? Yeah. So ultimately, this team right, can pull up a box of surprises. Now, people can say what they want and be negative and. Uh, Oh, it's easy. It's, uh, I think, you know, we're going to score a hat full or we're going to lose by a hat full. We're going to lose 4-1, 5-1, 6 nil. Fair enough. That's your opinion, you know? But what I say, head up, right, yeah? We have one of the best squads in the league, right? We, we, midfield, maybe, but we, we will have a few players back. Maguire will be a little more sharper, right? Who knows? Vrannon might be back, right? It might be one of those things that, you know, hey, hey, Presto, it's a big game. How often Fergie played that kind of trick right, where the player's injured, suddenly he's, he's there for the game, right? And ultimately, the system will change for Sunday. We will not play 4-2-3-1, right? Why that I can tell you. Do you believe Why that? Yeah. Why Why I do, Why because we, we never played it last time. Why yeah? Because even if you listen to Ole's interview after last game, goes, but he even, whatever we're thinking, he said it. He goes, the, the cohesion wasn't there, the balance wasn't right, the... And changes, well, we have, we have to see. Right, you know, no. so there, there will be changes made. Aaron Deep, I forgot to ask um, uh, your I can prediction. See I can see Cavani coming in. Right, you know, yeah, yeah. I can see Cavani coming in, right, running the uh, running the lines, running, the, running up front, creating havoc, you know, and uh, Ronaldo coming off the bench even. We've already seen Ronaldo. Oh, Ole's got the cojones to drop him. Right, you know. So ultimately, no, no, he didn't want to play that game. He didn't know? drop him. Oh, so he, he did want to play the game. He did want to play the game. No prediction. But he did want to play the game. Right, Aaron Come on. Yeah. Well, show, send me the post where he said he didn't. Everybody right. else says he did. Right, including <laughs> you, you, his, his listen, expression. You're, you're going on as if Ronaldo found you open. Says, make it done again. Oh, no, he, he, did. <laughs> he did. He did. But tell me, did he tell you? Uncle, uncle, minu kidda ni did that. Tu kuch kare. Is that what I'm waiting for you to tell me that he called you up. Rodri, right. unmute your mic. Everybody, knows, everybody knows, right? That Ronaldo was pissed off that day because he's on the bench. Sorry, excuse the language. I got it, I got it, I got it. Right. Sing Zone is on a different day. Aaron Deep, um, your right. prediction for the game, please. I haven't given my prediction um, yet. All right, sorry. You know, you're gonna say United win, aren't you? One nil, right? You know, they're gonna beat Liverpool 4 1. 10 0. 4 1. 4-1, one one thing I want to say as well, yeah, no one's talked about this as well. Right. But I don't think, like, Champions League, man, uh, Atlanta is a huge game. And, you know, for Liverpool, I know you touched upon it, Atletico Madrid. Atletico, two big games in midweek. The, they, those games, yeah, um, are going to have a huge impact on Sunday. Just what team, we're going to find out what kind of players they're going to play, what kind of players they're going to miss the match, because there is going to be squad rotation. You know, maybe Oli's going to test out this new formation or something. He's going to test. He's going to use the Atlanta game. But for United, the Atlanta game is huge because yeah. if we do not win that, we're in serious trouble of not qualifying for the Champions League. And for me, that's unacceptable for Oli. That's absolutely unacceptable. If we do not qualify in the top yeah. two uh, in, in this group, this is the easiest group that we've got for a long time. Yeah, there's no excuses. That's a not good question, enough. A quick question for you United fans. A quick question for you United fans. 
just yeah. on the back of what Aaron Deep Singh just said, and it's maybe something to contemplate over the week and talk about next week. Yeah. Would you rather like drop down into the Europa and win the Europa? This is what he does. This is what he does. Just why does that happen, man? Listen, listen. Can I say? Uh, can I come back? Oh, no, 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 no. It's a genuine question. Let me pull out for the Champions League. Let me say something genuinely. Let me tell you something genuinely, right? Yeah. You never know, right? What might happen? Look, look at the 2005 absolute appalling Liverpool side who finished near mid-table. Right? Went on to win the went on to win the 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 UCL that season even though they're a bang average in the league, right, yeah? So they, they were so bang average, they had to beg UEFA, please, we won the trophy, can we come back and defend it, please? Change the rules for us. And they changed it, right, yeah? But ultimately, <laughs> right, ultimately, right, anything can happen, right, yeah? Because at the end of the day, we're going through a patch. At the moment, we're going through a patch, and that's all it is. It's a patch, right, yeah? Aaron Deep, Aaron Deep, just quickly, your scoreline. I'm trying to say it, bro, for a while. <laughs> on, sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's all right. It's 4-1, Manchester United. They're going to beat Liverpool. And you know what? Next week on the podcast, Barad Singh, yeah? It's just, you're just going to sit there quietly. There's going to be nothing coming out of you. Wait a second. I'm telling you right now. Have you ever heard me? You're just going to be really quiet. You're going to sit there. There's going to be no funny little jokes. No wind-ups. I'll tell you the truth now. Look, I'm going to say it now. And I never come out and I never angry i never hankar ke say anything because and all this sort of stuff all we're gonna stuff. rip you we're gonna rip you club's gonna go over to ollie he's not gonna shake his hand he's gonna grab one side he's gonna grab the other side and catch and manchester united that's where it should be swearing finished i'm not i'm not no no i'm saying he's gonna rip him in half so oh, right. are you changing you yeah. were saying it's going to be a draw a minute ago. Yeah. What's the matter with you? Yeah. I mean, you're like the weather, and you're a fair weather fan, right? Yeah, you're not just, you know, you can, you can call me whatever you want. Fan. You can call me whatever you want. I'm a realist. Hooray, can you please mute them both? Because I really want to speak to you. You get the wind up dolls, that's you. The wind up dolls. I'm going to sell them with your face. All right. Thank you very much. Um, I've set both of. Punjabi um, Gary Neville. Hang on, hang on. Navrad. I've set. I've set Navrad Singh and Barad Singh some homework. Punjabi um, Gary Neville. Basically, the look ahead. Birmingham. The look ahead. <laughs> hang on, guys, guys, guys. The look ahead to the big game, Manchester. United. <laughs> What's up? Jags, you're on the <laughs> right. himself. <laughs> Stop playing games, man. All right, man. <laughs> yeah. Wait, why are you beating um, me for? What did I say? Look, um, I've set some homework for Navrad Singh and Barad Singh. <laughs> that before <laughs> this was dirty homework. But before <laughs> before the big game, Manchester United versus Liverpool. Obviously, last season they did the same zone. This season they're going to do the same zone again. But before that, they're going to have a separate podcast where Navrad Singh is going to pick the best 11 but Liverpool players and Balrad Singh is going to pick the best 11 Manchester United players. And no it's genuine. We're not, no, no wind-ups. It, yeah, this is a genuine. genuine. What, yeah, who we no, think but are for the best. Me, for, you know, no for me, that's an easy one, right? Yeah. But it's harder for uh, Balrad than it is for us. 
Right. Well, so, well, this is the thing because I have to go back. A lot okay, are we talking about? Are we talking about English Premier League? Or are we talking about the whole? No, I just do Premier League. Dixie, you know, all the brown air nineteen. Dixie Dean didn't play for you, lot. He played. No, okay, for Everton. About... Right, okay, for Everton. <laughs> right, but I'm, I'm just uh, trying to think of some old Liverpool names. I don't know. Right, but uh, <laughs> Evan Gerrard, Emily Hughes, or whatever. Look, look, should we go? Should, should, should we just do? Should we? Shall we just do them Premier League? Era? It's entirely up to you two. Premier League. Let's take the Premier League. Yeah. Okay, but I think is that okay or... yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, okay, fine. And also, oh, sorry, at the end... on the, on the, sorry, can I say something? They've also got to have performed in the Premier League. I mean, I could turn around and say, for example, Brian Robson, but his best years were probably in the eighties, just yeah. the Premier League, like, like Ian know? Rush. Like, yeah, he, that's he, right. He, he was he was better before. Oh, okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's take the place who who actually performed yeah, yeah. in the Premier League as well. Fine, not but, just on reputation. Just... Yeah. No, but at, at the end as well, Bradsing, I want you to pick your best Liverpool eleven as well, and Navratsing, uh, I want you to pick your best May United eleven, because it would be good to see you then what you guys come up with as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. right. Um, a massive thank you to all the panelists. Sorry, one that, quick look. Not one. That would also. Gary Neville formation. also is asked after the that, last word. That would also uh, the formations as well, because are we setting a four-four-two uh, formation of ten, twenty years ago? Or are we modern day before? Whatever you want. Whatever you want. I know that. If, yeah. if you if you want to play, if you want to play Berbatov as wing back, he can do. <laughs> Cheers, Mike. Well, so before we go, before we go, a quick shout out to Hazen Yedding United, who have a FA Cup game tomorrow, and if they win that, then the first round of the FA Cup. Oh, brilliant! Brilliant! Um, a massive thank you to all, a massive thank you to all the panelists uh, for their views, opinions. Um, can I can I just also say even the banter um, and a, a massive thank you as well on the weekend to um, the outside Anfield YouTube channel and podcast who Definitely. interviewed us um, after the match. So yeah, massive shout out to those guys doing a wonderful job um, with all the Liverpool. But but I'd say, can we say a massive thank you to BT Sport who came to meet me and you as well. Oh, Mintakardesi, they say, right, listen, we listen to your podcast. We need you guys. And we said, we can't leave Navraj Singh. And they go, what? The Punjabi Gary Neville, we don't want him then. And we <laughs> said, we can't leave him. Well, listen, that's what BT Sport of such an average presenter, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. A massive thank you to all the panellists, all the listeners as well, who continue to listen, share all of our content. Please do get involved. We do need more fans. A Newcastle fan, a City fan, a Leicester fan, whoever you are, um, just jump in and share your views and opinions on the beautiful game. You can find all of our content on Spotify and Anchor. Uh, type in discuss-seng. And please like, share, follow um, all of our content and our page on Instagram, which is discuss-seng. A massive thank you to everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 B